0: do i have to do to get an invite ladies and gentlemen to the pinball network so for those of you out there who are speculating that all of these podcasts that were closing their shows were actually strategizing to join a new conglomerate of pinball media you were right today it was revealed that the pinball network is a real thing it's led by zach many It's got Ken Cromwell, Greg Bone, Jason Fowler. It's got Marty. It's got Jeff Teolis. It's got Dennis Creasel. It's even got the damn guy from Pinball Supernova who flamed out and said he was done with this hobby for good a few days ago. And all of a sudden he's back and he's going to be joining the crew at the Pinball Network. And so, look, this is not going to be a fall episode of Canadian's Pinball Podcast. I don't do this pinball podcast to talk about other pinball podcasters. I don't do this pinball podcast to talk about the personalities making content. I do this because I love pinball, and I want to focus on talking about the pinball games, the companies, the rumors, and all that stuff. But simply because my last podcast is now completely incorrect, I just wanted to do a quick show to share my quick thoughts on the pinball network? Well, first and foremost, I hope they create great content. It's it's That's what they're designed to do, is they want to look at the pinball content in the world, and they want to put their approach to it. So more power to them. We don't have any in inclination into what it's going to be. If I were to guess, I think it's going to kind of be the kinds of content that these people have been doing before. And what I mean by that, I think Ken and And, you know, Jason are going to do like a stream that is going to be similar to the one, the flipping out stream, you know, Marty and Jeff Tielis, I know they're going to do a podcast. That's not like head to head. They are going to do a podcast that is about tournament playing and tournament talk, which is good because then I don't have to add that to my, my list and my, my weekly rotation, because I don't know about you, but I just can't, I can't do a podcast or listen to a podcast about tournament talk it just it it bores me but but some people love it some people love it okay so my thing is this is this is all I want to say is I'm friends with a lot of these guys I was talking to a lot of these guys over the last couple weeks and they knew they were doing this but when I asked them what they were doing it was just you know we're shutting the show down and there wasn't any communication about this being the alternative or ulterior sorry motive for the show's closing and do I think it was a little bit manipulative that they all shut down within one week and they all had their various reasons why they were closing shop? Yeah, I, th- I just thought that was like, thinking back on it now, it was just kind of lame that they weren't more transparent with their listeners about what they were doing. I mean, they easily could have said, we're closing the show and here's why. And just say what it is. And just announce that's the case. The other part is because, you know, I'm friends with all all these pinball content providers is when you do something like this, you naturally have people that are involved and then you have people that are not involved. So you have some people feeling like they weren't invited to your party. And as much as they're billing this as being a collaborative effort to get the best pinball content out in the world, to have content that's non-competitive, I don't even know what that means. I, I just think it's a little like, loosey-goosey how they're marketing this thing to the world and I I know it's more like they should just be honest we're doing pinball content the way we want to do and we're all really good friends and and that's why these are the people on the roster and if you're not really good friends with us there's a really good chance we don't really want you to be part of this that's cool it's you know different strokes for different folks I mean look you know me, I don't want to be invited to this thing because I wouldn't do this thing. I wouldn't join the pinball network. I mean, my show will always be Canadian's Pinball Podcast. You're not going to hear an ad for a distributor in front of my show. You're not going to be fed things that I want you to buy from me. I'm just here to talk to you about pinball. And, and that's how I do my show. Now, other shows will be different. Other content providers will be different. People have sponsors. People will, will have to consider those sponsorships. When they talk about pinball, they will. You know, my new tagline, it's going to be this, Canada's Pinball Podcast, thrills, not Chills. Thrills, not shills. You're only going to get thrilling entertainment pinball content from me. Look, I just think it was like a little weird that they all canceled their shows. The weirdest one for me, though, was the, the Lee at Supernova. I mean, this guy like rage quits the hobby, completely rage quits. Read the blog. I copied his blog because I think he's going to want to delete it. He rage quits the hobby a few days ago. Now, I got to be honest. I never really heard of Pinball Supernova before. Uh, he rage quit his site. It's just not a place I would go. I, I, and I've been in this hobby for five, six years. I go to Pinside. I go sometimes to tilt forums. I go to Facebook. I, I just, I, I wasn't aware. Doesn't mean I don't think his site's good or bad. I just, I wasn't aware until he rage quit. But then all of a sudden, he's back. Within like 48 hours, he went from hating the hobby, wanting to sell all his games, talking smack about personalities like me on his outro blog, and then he's back and he's part of the network already? I mean, I would love to know what they sold him on that changed his mind so quickly. I I mean, I wish they would sell that to me every time I feel like I'm burnt out and ready to go. So... Look, at the end of the day, all of this stuff is stupid. We all know it. It's dumb. We've already, we have so much pinball content. You're going you're gonna to listen to who you enjoy. You're going to listen to what entertains you. You're going to watch the streams that are good. You're going to watch the streams when you have time. I don't care about any of this crap anymore. I really don't. I really don't. I just want great pinball machines. What's the point of having all this pinball content if so many of the machines are mediocre? What's the point of streaming something when there's nothing really interesting to capture in the game? I think some of this stuff sometimes takes the focal point away from the products. And I also think some of these manufacturers want it that way. They don't want you to think too hard about the product or deconstruct it or have a guy like me tell you that that game ain't that great. Uh Uh-oh, if Canada says that Stranger Things is mediocre, Uh Uh-oh, that's not good. We need to sell as many as we can because we paid for this license for five years. You know, stuff like that. I'm sure conversations like that happen behind closed doors. Um, You know, it is what it is. And sometimes when stuff like this happens, it becomes a conversation in a vacuum amongst a lot of people that are making content. But you guys don't give a crap. You want to hear the news, the rumors, and the speculations. And you want to get reviews on games. And you want people to just give it to you straight. The only thing I wish for this all new pinball network is that when I hear stuff like, we wanna make content that's not competitive, we want everyone to get along and be collaborative. But for me, what makes content interesting is when you have differences of opinion. What makes content interesting is when you speak your mind and you're honest and you're transparent And you tell people how you really feel. And these guys are, you know, it's always hard. If you know Brian Eddy is coming on your show that night, are you really going to tell people on your podcast or on the next show that you really don't think the game is all that, that you think it's kind of mediocre? And that's that's just it. All of us have that dilemma. How honest do I want to be? Or how, you know, even with ourselves, And how much do I still want to be connected to the personalities that I want to talk to? Now, I would love to have Zach Many come on the show and talk about the Pinball Network. The invitation to have Zach on this show is always there. If he wants to launch this whole thing under the premise of being more collaborative, being more inclusive, and being more positive, in creating pinball content, then shouldn't he just come on the show and let's have a nice positive conversation about pinball and what his intentions are with the pinball network? So let's see. Zach has failed to ever take me up on my offer. uh, And it is a little strange considering this is the number one pinball podcast in the world. And if you want to be collaborative, uh, you should also think about inviting the people who have uh, some of the largest audiences in pinball. So that's it. I was wrong. I didn't think these guys, I actually took these guys more for their word and I thought they were actually a little burnt out. I thought they had scheduling conflicts. I thought they were telling us more directly the reasons why they were quitting. But now we know the reason. Uh, I, I mean, look, it's not how I would have done it, but it is the way they wanted to do it. And ultimately, I think we should just judge them on the quality of their content, and and not all this BS. You know, the market. It's like they're marketing the marketing. They're marketing content that's not even out there yet. And ultimately, the content itself will will speak uh, whether or not it was worth it to shut down all those shows with with loyal followings to join this thing. I, I happily I happily reside on the outside of the pinball network. This podcast can exist inside something like that. It just can't. There there will be pressures to toe the line. There there will be. You know, I used to write movie reviews once for a friend of mine. He got invited to all the junkets. And when I would give a bad movie review, he used to tell me like, dude, I, I just heard from Sony Pictures and they don't want to give me any more invites because of your review. But my reviews were awesome. And that's how I feel about pinball. I never want to have to like hold back because I got to be a little worried that we might upset the very people that are either sponsoring the show or have employees that we want to interview on the stream that we've already scheduled for next Monday night. You know, it's sort of like that. So look, a lot of feathers have been ruffled by this behind the scenes. A lot of the Facebook conversations have been pretty heated and strident. Some people have been really burned by this news though too. And those stories will come out in the near future. But it's up to those people to tell those stories. I mean, I haven't been burned. I don't really care. I I, I welcome all competition in pinball podcasting. I welcome all people that think they can create an entertaining pinball podcast for a duration of time. And it seems easy. It seems doable. It's very cheap to do a podcast. But I'll tell you this, when you are by yourself in a room with a microphone, and you hit record, and you're trying to create a show about pinball in which a few thousand people will listen and come back, it's not that easy. And ultimately, ultimately, every show comes down to the personalities behind them. Again, I just really want all of us to get the kinds of content that entertain, that inform, and that are honest and candid about how people really feel about these games. And I want to hear people's real excitement. I want to hear people's real disappointment. You need both. You need both. You just can't have real excitement all the time. There are crappy games. All right. Puny factory. Is that how you puny? Puny? Whatever. Celts. Oh man. Did I just say it? Yeah. The mafia. Team Pinball is the mafia. Primus. Should I just keep listening out like bad games? Anyway, everyone, I love you for listening to Canada's Pinball Podcast. If you do me a favor, make sure you vote for Canada Pinball Podcast in the twippies. Some of this move had to be, had to be. If we can collaborate, we can take down the guy that doesn't know what a fan layout is. How can he, I love it. How can a guy that doesn't even have a pinball machine in his apartment that didn't know what a fan layout is, how can he have the number one pinball podcast? Wait. He must be saying something they like. <laughs> You're never going to be Canada. Never. It's never happening. It's never happening. The best they can do is get me to sign up. They can't afford me. They can't afford me. Anyway, everyone, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. We're going to get back to the games, the rumors, the speculation, the news. Oh, my God, Christopher Franchise, Jaws artwork. Let's talk about that. Nope, we're not. End of show. Bye. <laughs>